Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Go and Let God. Let go and let God always let him lead. Whatever faces us, he is all we need. Let go and let God show us the way You're listening to Let Go and Let God with Art Suriano. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a great week. More importantly, I hope you found the time to pray and talk to Jesus. Prayer allows us to speak directly to Jesus whenever we want about anything on our minds. Through prayer, we build a meaningful relationship with Jesus. And as our relationship with him grows, we learn how to let go and let God, meaning we give him all of our troubles and problems in our lives and let him handle them. When we do, we find ourselves living a life free of worry, fear, and anxiety. I had very little faith and no relationship with the Lord for too many years. The reason was I didn't pray. I didn't understand the need for prayer or its value. And as a result, Jesus was not part of my life. Then in 2010, I had a life-changing experience, no doubt orchestrated by Jesus, that changed my life. And my faith today is stronger than ever. So if you're struggling with your faith, have doubts, or lack faith, please keep listening because together we'll get you to a better place. On our last show, we spoke about it's not our place to judge others and how, as Christians, we must accept everyone for who they are. On today's show, we will speak about something that all of us at times have had to deal with, and that is coping with greed. Greed is by far one of the worst sins we can be guilty of. When we think of greed, we often look at others who seem to have everything they could possibly imagine, yet constantly crave more. The millionaire strives to become a billionaire, and the billionaire strives to be the richest person in the world. For what? At what point is enough enough? Well, to the greediest people, there is never enough. But when we look at ourselves, how does greed apply to us? Some of us may live paycheck to paycheck, while others may have been able to just save a few dollars for retirement. So how could we ever be greedy? To answer that question, let's look at the definition of greed, which is an intense and selfish desire for something, especially wealth, power, or food. The key words are selfish desire. So how does that apply to our everyday lives? When thinking of wealth, we don't have millions and billions, but we do have money no matter how little that might be. We just left the ATM at our local bank and took out $300 cash for the week. When leaving the bank and walking toward our car or down the street, we see a person collecting money for a charity. But what do we do? Do we take $5 from that $300 and give it to that person? Or do we continue walking because we like hanging on to the whole $300? And what about the selfish desire for power? Again, this is not the type of power to run a country or even a huge company, but power within our means. Us and another employee are both up for a promotion, but only one person will get it. We are told about a special assignment with a tight deadline. 
We are asked to share this with the other employee, but when we do, we share everything but the tight deadline. And when we are asked when the project is due, we say no rush. In essence, we lie. The result is, of course, we have the assignment done and in on time, while the other person delivers it a full day later. Naturally, we look good and we get the promotion. And then there's selfish desire for food. We are at a party and at a buffet. We and another person are walking to the table where now most of the food is gone. Yet we quickly see two quiche hors d'oeuvres on a plate. Instead of sharing them, we take both before the other person has a chance to grab any. All these things may seem insignificant, but as Christians, we need to live following the laws and commands of our Lord, and there is no place for greed of any kind. Understanding how greed is something we cannot give into is another part in living life as a Christian. As we continue with today's topic, coping with greed, we can turn to the Bible where it says, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24, One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give and only suffers want. This Bible verse tells us that when we share, when we are generous and not selfish, we become richer, while when we focus on keeping all that we have and strive to obtain more, all we wind up with is more and more desires. No matter how little we have, we should always be willing to share with others and not be greedy. The first song I'm going to play today addresses a wonderful theme, which is love. Imagine the world without love. I don't think any of us can. And where does love come from? God. Love is God's greatest gift to us all. The song is called God Gave Us Love. In the verses, we will hear how God's love is always there for us and how strong his love is. God is always taking care of us and providing for us. Then in the chorus, how great God is and his love is. The words in the chorus are, God gave us love, a love that's kind, a love so strong and so divine. His love is love, so great is he. God gave us love, a love so real, a perfect love, so ideal. His love is love, so great is he. God gave us love. Please listen now to my song, God Gave Us Love. Love so real, a perfect love. 
it's there And in our hearts He's everywhere God is great Giving us His love Our loving God Our God is just So devoted He cares for us Feel His presence Listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. Talking more about today's topic, coping with greed, if we accept that we as Christians should never give in to greed, then the best thing to strengthen ourselves from letting that happen is prayer. We can pray to Jesus and ask him to help us be more aware of our actions and how we are living our lives. We need strength to be able to resist the devil's temptations, and I can assure you, the devil is quick to tempt all of us. And greed is just one of his wants for us. 
When we are greedy, we are not following the laws of our God, and that only pulls us away from Jesus. Through prayer, we seek out Jesus' help to open our eyes and to let us see the opportunities around us to share with others. Maybe we can spend some time with a sick friend and not play golf today. Maybe we can help an elderly person with their yard work rather than go to the ball game. There are many ways we can share our gifts with others and they do not have to involve money. However, when we are able and in a position to do so, if we can help a neighbor or family member who may be struggling financially, the Lord would want us to do so. Praying to Jesus about things like this will help us see clearly how and when we can do something that will make a difference in someone's life. There is so much we can achieve through prayer, and asking Jesus to help us not be greedy is just one of them. We can also pray for others we see who are selfish and should be willing to help others but choose not to. They may be bitter and have become cold-hearted because of something that may have happened in their lives. They may be under strong influence from the devil. Whatever the reasons are, we can pray to Jesus for them and ask him to intervene and help them see the light of how they can make a difference in someone's life. So as we go through our week, remember when praying to Jesus, Ask him to help us never be greedy and to help us see how and when we can share with others. Using prayer to help us follow the laws of our God is another part of living life as a Christian. The next song I'm going to play ties into today's theme because when we give in to greed, we are not being Christian. In the Bible it says, 1 John chapter 2, verse 16, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. This Bible verse tells us that when we desire all the possessions here on earth and that they are more important to us than anything, we are not obeying God our Father and not living life as He wishes us to. The song I'm about to play is called, Do Not Be Wise in Your Eyes. In the song, we hear how when we choose to go our own way and allow ourselves to give in to the devil's temptations, we soon find ourselves in a bad place. Giving in to greed is a big temptation from the devil, and he loves it when we do. In the song verses, we will hear all the opportunities we have to give in to temptation, how easy it is to do because we become blinded by what we think will be something great. But when we do, we are often sorry. Then in the chorus, we hear the simple solution of how we can avoid giving in to temptation. The words in the chorus are, walk away from what's not good for you. Do not fall for all those empty lies. Turn away from things you shouldn't do. Do not be wise in your eyes. Please listen now to my song, Do Not Be Wise in Your Eyes. All the things that you see So many thoughts of devilry But don't begin Do not give in Maybe it's true You'd have some fun But sooner or later You'd be undone Don't 
lies Turn away from things you shouldn't do Do not be wise in your eyes listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com.
According to the church calendar, we celebrate the fourth Sunday in ordinary time this week. In the gospel, we hear how Jesus in Capernaum entered the synagogue and taught. Those listening were amazed at his teachings. While there, a man who was possessed by an evil spirit approached Jesus. Jesus performed an exorcism and ordered the evil spirit to come out of the man. The spirit does, and everyone is shocked with the power Jesus has, but they begin to truly see him as the Son of God. After this event, Jesus' fame spread throughout the whole region of Galilee. The psalm for today is Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. This psalm tells us that God speaks to us more than we realize. The Lord wants to connect with us directly and often, but we can choose not to by giving into our fears, disbeliefs, and preoccupations with events of life. In writing the music for this psalm, I chose to use the ancient text supported by full orchestration. Please listen now to my version of Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Harden not your hearts If today you hear his voice Harden not your hearts If today you hear his voice Harden not your hearts If today you hear his voice Harden not your hearts Come, let us sing Joyfully to the Lord, let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If Yo 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about Art, email him your questions or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows. Go to his website at www.artsuriano.com or find him on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. Each week, we conclude with a special message or story from God's Corner. This is titled, The Heart. Tomorrow morning, the surgeon began, I'll open up your heart. You'll find Jesus there, the boy interrupted. The surgeon looked up, annoyed. I'll cut your heart open, he continued, to see how much damage has been done. But when you open up my heart, you'll find Jesus in there. The surgeon looked to the parents. When I see how much damage has been done, I'll sew your heart and chest back up, and I'll plan what to do next. But you'll find Jesus in my heart. The Bible says he lives there. The hymns all say he lives there. You'll find him in my heart. The surgeon had had enough. I'll tell you what I'll find in your heart. I'll find damaged muscle, low blood supply, and weakened vessels, and I'll find out if I can make you well. You'll find Jesus there too. He lives there. The surgeon left. He sat in his office recording his notes from the surgery. Damaged aorta, damaged pulmonary vein, widespread muscle degeneration, no hope for transplant, no hope for cure, therapy, painkillers and bed rest. Prognosis? Here he paused. Death within one year. He stopped the recorder, but there was more to be said. Why? He asked aloud. Why did you do this? You've put him here. You've put him here in this pain, and you've cursed him to an early death. Why? The Lord answered and said, The boy, my lamb, was not meant for earth for long, for he is part of my heavenly flock and will forever be. Here in my heavenly flock, he will feel no pain and will be comforted as you could not imagine. His parents will one day join him here and they will know peace and my flock here will continue to grow. The surgeon's tears were hot, but his anger was hotter. You created that boy and you created that heart. He'll be dead in months. Why? The Lord answered, the boy shall come to heaven for he has done his duty. I did not put him on earth to lose him, but to retrieve a lost lamb, you. The surgeon wept. He sat beside the boy's bed. The boy's parents sat across from him. The boy awoke and whispered, Did you cut open my heart? Yes, said the surgeon. What did you find? asked the boy. I found Jesus there, said the surgeon. Well, that's all the time we have today, but thank you for tuning in to this episode of Let Go and Let God. The best way to support me and my music is to like and share my content. So please feel free to leave a like, a review, or share it with a friend. Remember to reach out to Jesus this week and pray. Get to church and start building a relationship with the Lord. Have a blessed week, and I look forward to seeing you all next time on Let Go and Let God. Let go and let go.